Welcome to the Socially Misguided Podcast. This is a show where we deconstruct and sometimes laugh about the struggles of living in a culture that is full of toxic beauty standards, patriarchy, and greed. I'm Sarah. I'm a fashion designer turned stay-at-home mom, and I'm constantly asking myself, is this real life? So if you've been wondering the same thing, then this is definitely the place for you. There's a lot to unpack, but don't worry, we're in this together. Wow, I haven't recorded a solo episode in weeks. No months, actually. (laughs) So I'm excited to be recording the solo episode today, and actually this happens to fall on my birthday, so that's really fun. Although I say on my birthday, but by the time that you guys hear it, that it'll have been a couple weeks past, but still. (laughs) So because this is falling on my birthday and I'm turning 35 today, I thought it would be really fun to talk about aging. And kind of the main core idea I I have for this episode is how aging is a privilege and not a problem. First thing I want to talk about with age is aesthetics because when I hear people worrying about their age, what I've noticed is that it isn't usually that they're worried about their mortality, right? What they're actually more worried about is looking old, And that makes total sense. For women, age has been leveraged against us because old has become synonymous with ugly and subsequently obsolete, right? I mean, we are still living in a culture that really values the way that we look. So if we're not young, aka beautiful, this also plays into the whole, you know, childbearing age and things like that, which it's my birthday. I don't want to get that deep. I don't want to get into that, but because that's a whole nother set of issues, you know, assuming that women need to have kids and are only fulfilled if they have kids. I mean, that's just, we're not going to go there, but <laughs> that's just another rant that I'll go on that makes me so angry. But this concern about aging, I get it. You know, age means deeper lines in your face. It means getting gray hairs. And believe me, mine are coming for my middle part, like no one's business. And Part of me is like, okay, I get it. I know this is going to happen. And the other part of me is sort of like, this is very disrespectful that all of the gray hairs are coming for my middle part because I like to wear my hair in the middle part instead of coming more for the sides. <laughs> so all that to say, I'm grappling with this whole thing as well, but I don't want to get so far down that rabbit hole that I lose sight of what's really important. So I kind of wanted to break aging down into a couple different parts. So first thing I wanted to talk about was looking at aging from a media standpoint so we can understand where this misguided message is actually coming from. So have you ever noticed buzzwords we associate with aging? Think of beauty campaigns. I think of anti-aging. Okay, let's break that down a little further. Anti, let's be anti-war. Let's definitely be anti-racist. But anti-aging, that's super dramatic. (laughs) And at the same time, I feel like we do have a war waged on aging. Anything related to wrinkles, gray hair, loose skin, fill in the blank, some cosmetic surgeon or skincare line has a way to quote unquote combat it. You know, they have a way to cut it, laser it, inject it. So have no fear, you can look like you're 18 forever. 
And this is blatant ageism, but I think when it's under the guise of beauty, we accept it willingly and without question. And that's the part that is really problematic. We shouldn't be accepting anything without questioning it. And what's scarier than anti-aging products is that now they aren't just aimed at older women. CNN did this article where they talked about how teens on TikTok obsess over a fear of getting old and how some as young as 15 are already using retinols. I mean, I'm not saying don't take care of yourself. Let's definitely not go back to our parents' generation, slather ourselves in baby oil and tan on the roof. I mean, that's just asking for skin issues. But... You know, there's a line between taking care of yourself and taking pride in how you look and being scared to age or doing all of these things. I heard um, there was also a dermatologist talking about, you know, preventative Botox and saying, well, Botox wears off in three to four months anyway. So the whole prevention part of it is kind of it's kind of a marketing ploy. And I don't know, kids using retinols already? I mean, that's some pretty powerful stuff. And then if you're not using it correctly or mixing it with the wrong ingredients, that's not good for you. So I just, I don't know. I think we've just gone too far on this whole thing. So, you know, wear the sunscreen, take care of your skin, work out for the health benefits, drink plenty of water. (laughs) But again, let's also let go of this idea that we need to look like we're a teenager when we're in our 50s. And Hollywood is blatantly ageist when it comes to women. Have you ever seen the Drew Barrymore show? I actually came across this clip where Drew Barrymore and Jamie Lee Curtis talk about aging and how neither of them have had any work done to their faces, which I think is amazing. More of that. Sadly, these women are the exception, not the rule. And Jamie Lee Curtis goes on to say there's a genocide of natural beauty. And I thought, oh my God, she's so right. We live in a world that vilifies aging and natural beauty. And then when quote unquote natural beauty is promoted, it's done in this way where the beauty industry will sell something like a five minute makeup routine where the model or the beauty influencer or whoever spends five minutes doing her makeup with just a few products. But what's actually going on behind the scenes is that she's had $5,000 worth of fillers and other procedures done to her face prior. And, <clears throat> oh, my voice is so hoarse today. We went to a concert last night, so I'm, like, trying to <clears throat> push through the hoarseness of my voice. But so Jessica Defino talks about this, and I would totally recommend going and reading her substack called The Unpublishable. She's got a lot of great things on there. She was the one that I think worked, somehow she worked um, with the Kardashians and then now she's kind of exposing all the things that goes on in the industry. But I've also seen this kind of thing pop up on my Pinterest feed where it's called clean girl makeup or clean look makeup routine or something like that. And it's all about a quick routine, but it's on a woman who's had lip fillers and under eye fillers and fake lashes and all this other stuff. And again, this is not to shame anyone who gets that done. Everyone is entitled to do what they want to do without judgment. But what I'm saying is that we have to be aware of this because if we're not, we're spending our time, our mental energy, our resources trying to chase this aesthetic. And it's important to understand that what we're chasing is an illusion. Another thing that comes up in the media is just representation of older women in general. And this is totally laughable because when I say quote, older women, this basically means women anywhere from their 30s to their 60s. 
And I know I did an episode on this a while ago, but this makes me think of Emma Thompson in the movie Good Luck to Leo Grand. And she has that scene where she takes off all her clothes in the mirror. And you see this beautiful woman kind of just accepting the process of graceful aging. She hasn't had anything done to her body. She hasn't had anything done to her face. She looks, I think, like a real representation of what women actually look like, you know? And it's so sad that we don't have more representation like that. I mean, that movie was kind of radical in that sense. I also read an article where Maggie Gyllenhaal was talking about a time when a producer told her she was too old to play the love interest of a 55-year-old man, and she was in her mid-30s at the time. We know this, right? We see this all the time. And so again, it makes so much sense that aging is sometimes seen as a bad thing because that's what we've been told. And then if you turn this and look at this from the perspective of a double standard, we get told that men get better with age. You know, ooh, I love his salt and pepper hair. And I get it. I do. My husband's getting more grays and he looks amazing. I love it. But my question is, why can't that go both ways? I've never once heard a man talk about a woman that way with her salt and pepper. Of course, not saying that doesn't exist, but it's definitely not the norm. So, you know, men are called silver foxes, and they're seen as accomplished if they can snag a younger woman. And with women, it's kind of like, if she's with a younger man, he's sort of doing her a favor, or he's in it for the money, or it's never, it's just never seen in the same light. So I just can't with the double standard. (laughs) And so getting away from the aesthetic part of this, last thing I want to touch on is everything we gain from getting older. I turned 35 today, and, you know, looking at the last 10 years, I have learned so much. I think I have grown so much, honestly, probably in just the past five years, but if we're going to zoom out and look at, like, a 10-year, look at this from a 10-year perspective, I am a better person than I was in my 20s. I have more life experience. I have more empathy. I have more understanding You know, I'm not as, I don't know, I guess maybe self-centered where I think that the way that I move through the world is the way that everyone moves through the world. And, you know, my experiences are everyone else's experiences, right? I mean, I've just, I've learned so much and I'm more comfortable in my own skin. And based on conversations I've had with my friends, I think this is something a lot of us women feel once we kind of get into our 30s, which is just such a beautiful thing. I think so many of us are dealing with a lot more insecurity, I guess, in our 20s. So, you know, that's a huge one, right? Being more comfortable in your own skin. And another big one for me is I'm less willing to put up with other people's bullshit. You know, the older I get, the more I'm just kind of in the mindset of, if you're going to bring drama to my life, I just don't have time for it. You know, and hopefully you're at that point as well. So, Again, as much as I enjoyed my 20s, I enjoyed being 25. I had my daughter at 25, or no, maybe I had just turned 26, but 25 was great. But I wouldn't trade that for where I'm at now at all. Other things I focus on when I look back at the past years is, you know, my husband and I celebrated our 10-year anniversary early this year. We've been together like probably 14 years. I don't know if I'm doing the math right, but we've definitely been together longer than 10 years, but you know, we hit that big milestone and we've had time to make amazing memories with our kids. And I can go on and on, but my point is, is that I think getting older should be a time of reflection for who we've become, for what we've learned and achieved and gratitude for what we have and not so much focus on what we've 
lost. And I'm putting lost in air quotes because it's kind of like, what exactly have we lost, you know? (laughs) But we won't even have the space to think about that if we're so concerned with chasing this fountain of youth, which honestly, I don't even think it's all it's cracked up to be. So that's all I have for today. That's all my voice is even going to allow me to do for today. (laughs) So have a great week, friend. Thanks for letting me spend my birthday with you, and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you loved this episode, please do me a favor and share with a friend. It helps us get the name out there so other people can find the show and join our community. For more information or to connect, find us on social at Socially Misguided Podcast. And remember to follow the show so you don't miss an episode. I'm thankful to be on this journey together, and I'll see you next week.